Hey, you remember us? <laughs> it hasn't been that long. It's been long. a while. Um, but also there's still one episode I haven't put up, so this is not going to be the new, <laughs> the newest episode. Which one do you sub to upload? Uh, the second part of Troy Bolton. Yeah, so look out for that. Misdirection. You like that? <laughs> um, which one are we going to be talking about today? Okay. Should we start over? Is this bad? <laughs> or is this comedy gold? I can't tell. <laughs> Story of our lives. <laughs> okay. Here's the deal, everyone. All five people that listen. Hi, Rose and Patty. What's up? And, and Montana. And Angelica. And sometimes my mom, but never my dad. Okay. <laughs> So here's the deal. Jay. <laughs> because we're, we're, you know, adult humans, I guess, who have other things to do. Like Jeff, for instance, has a full-time job and also is going to school full-time. What? It's fine. I'm dying, but it's fine. Uh, because of these things, we don't have enough time to both record the podcast and do extensive research for the episodes, which is what I like to do, obviously. So we're going to change the format slightly. We probably didn't need to like tell you that we're doing this, but I am anyway. Uh, instead of doing both of us knowing about everything and make bring up examples and stuff, we're going to each week, one of us will pick what we're going to do and do the research, go through the bad men, and then the other person will add stuff if they know things or just react or ask confusing questions that type of situation is that cool yeah people from other places yeah <laughs> good okay glad you like it so this week we're going to talk about the movie clueless so if you haven't seen clueless first of all get your life together second i don't think anyone that's listening to this has not seen clueless but if you haven't because you're a loser spoilers there will be spoilers yeah, but it's also based on the book Emma by Jane Austen. So so if you've read that but you haven't seen Clueless or you've seen that movie, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, whatever, then you won't get spoilers, sort of. I feel like you've seen every movie ever adapted from a Shakespeare story or play. Or some other like. <laughs> Did you hear him or just said some Shakespeare? O- some other. Emma is Jane Austen. What? Oh, so yeah, that's embarrassing, actually. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I am sick. Oh yeah, that's true. The reason that we're recording this is because we were supposed to go to a party, but then Jeff got too sick. Yeah. So now I'm dragged him out of bed to record a podcast. So. Anyway, the movie Clueless is based off of the book Emma by Jane Austen. Of Shakespeare. <laughs> and. Um, do you want to explain the plot of Emma? Yeah, so in Emma, she falls in love with a guy named Romeo, and they both kill themselves in the end. Right. Okay. So, to be fair, if you've read or seen Emma but not Clueless, it's a very loose adaptation. Um, but basically, the situation is that Cher is a Clueless girl. Get it? Because the title. And she's like this super rich girl in L.A. Yeah. Uh, and her dad's a lawyer and her mom's dead from like a botched lipo surgery. <laughs> and um, <laughs> such is life. Uh, but basically her dad's like a lawyer. And so and he's a mean lawyer. She's like, everyone's a scare- is scared of him except for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then she tries to make him drink orange juice. I don't know. Basically. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It's harder to explain the plot than I thought. Cher decides that she wants to help other people because, I don't know. She just decides this. Basically because she's trying to impress her stepbrother, Josh, who's not her stepbrother anymore because their parents used to be married, but now they're not anymore. But he keeps hanging around their house anyway because he really likes her dad, even though nobody else likes her dad. Money. I mean, if yeah. I had a rich stepdad, I'd be like, no. So there's like, it's it's hard to explain the plot because basically Cher decides she's going to help other people. And so first she gets these two teachers together who she thinks are both lonely. And then this new girl who's all like, grungy comes to town and she gives her a makeover and tries to set her up with like the cool boy and that doesn't work out very well 
And yeah. then quick she... question. And Emma, is her best friend black? Well, it's Jane Austen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the weird thing is Stacy Dash, who plays Dion, who is Cher's best friend and also black, is a horrible Republican. <laughs> so does she even count? <laughs> Get back to me on that one. But Donald Faison <laughs> is also in it, and he is great. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm, Donald least... Faison, the person. We'll, we'll get to Murray. Don't worry. So far, I haven't heard anything bad about him. But, you know, you never know. Let me get back to the summary of this movie, I guess. So then she decides to... The, like, the last thing she does is she's helping with the Pismo Beach disaster. Also, this movie came out in 1995. <laughs> That's sort of relevant. I was too. I was born. <laughs> it actually came out in the summer of 1995, so yeah. right around the time I was born. Um, I don't really know. And now I kind of have to explain the love story aspect, which I'm not... We'll get to that, though. Like, like while she's doing all these things, she's clueless about many things, including the real world and herself, because she doesn't realize that she's actually in love with her stepbrother, Josh. <sighs> And she's really doing all these things to impress him because he's like a vegan. <laughs> like, I mean, typical LA. He's not. He's not canonically vegan, but the way that he is portrayed would be today's vegan activist. <laughs> Although he does eat a turkey sandwich in it, so he's not even vegetarian. You know, actually. Let me just get this out of the way real quick because there is a scene in this movie where he is in the kitchen and Cher is also in the kitchen with him yelling at him about something and he gets the ingredients to make a sandwich out of the fridge and also two pieces of bread from this weird box and which is clear. I don't know. I have a lot of issues with this scene, but basically I am very confused because he takes two pieces of bread out. He takes turkey out of the fridge. He puts the turkey on one piece of bread. Then he takes mayonnaise and spreads mayonnaise with a knife on top of the turkey rather than on the other piece of bread. What? I, <laughs> and that's all the sandwiches. He then eats it and he uh, shakes it at Cher because that's it's during the scene when um, she's like get her entire doing um, abs of steel or whatever, buns of steel, abs, <laughs> buns of steel. And she um, sings the Mentos song. Well, you're already making like a strong argument for why he's the worst. So, <laughs> so really, the the whole this whole podcast, the thesis is Josh is an idiot who doesn't know how to make a sandwich, and therefore he's the worst. You know who else is the worst? That's named Josh. Josh Radner. We haven't forgotten. It's been a while, but we haven't forgotten. We will never forget. Um, also, did you know I'm very good at clueless trivia? That was a question for you, Josh. Oh, I, was like, I wasn't I, looking at you, but that was, was a like, question for you. Real people were gonna comment on it, like, "Oh my god, no!" Yeah, uh, I figured like you were really good at office trivia on HQ. But um, even before I was good at the office trivia, I was good at clueless trivia. You remember uh, the DVD home home board games that they, what were they called? Seen it. Seen it. Oh sweet Jesus Christ! Bring that back. We have a Twilight scene it at my house. I have Harry Potter. We could have like a real 2007. We played it one time. I was not that great at it. Melina's very good at it. <laughs> Does she listen to this podcast? I don't know. Okay. Oh. I guess we should talk about Clueless some more. Well, before that, have you ever wanted a really comfortable mattress? <laughs> a cast? Just kidding. <laughs> anyway. We're going to do ads even though nobody sponsors us. So, let me just say... That when I told my mom that we were going to do Clueless, she was like, what? Are you going to talk about Josh? And I was like, you know, in the grand scheme of terrible men, he's not that terrible. But yeah, it's just creepy because they're like steps away. And there's like some things that he does that annoy me, like when he talks about Marky Mark in that creepy way. Um, you have to be very familiar with the movie Clueless if you, are on, if you can understand my references. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the worst person out of Clueless wasn't even one of the characters. It was actress Stacey Dash. 
That's she, true. She is the worst. For anyone who doesn't know, Stacey Dash has unfortunately become very outspoken conservative person. Yeah. And says all sorts of really offensive things. I don't know what the deal is with her. I think she just wants attention. I can relate to that. I've never felt Republican for attention, though. You can make a podcast. <laughs> like... Um, I did want to tell one story about this movie, sort of, because recently, living in New York City, you kind of sometimes run into celebrities randomly, and I ran into Dove Cameron recently, and the I don't know why I recognized her, because I've never really seen anything with her in it besides like the first five minutes of um, Hairspray Live, but I recognized her because she has a very distinctive look. And I realized it, why she was there in New York City. It was because she's currently playing Cher in Clueless the Musical. Oh, that's awesome. Which I think Amy Heckerling wrote. So that's cool. Nice. Amy Heckerling, by the way, wrote and directed Clueless, um, which is great. Nice. She actually, she went into local high schools in like the LA area to do research, which is how she, so Clueless like started so much slang that... Amy Heckerling made up basically, but she based it sort of on what teenagers were actually saying, which is kind of cool. So it was, it was like slightly altered actual slang. So anyway, should we get into talking about why these guys are the worst? Yeah. Who are we going to start with first? I don't know. I have Josh on my list first. Gotta, I gotta say, I don't have a lot of, of notes. I feel like Murray is the worst though. Just cause. Well, so if we're going to talk about, People who are actually the worst in this movie, Elton is by far the worst, but he's supposed to be the worst. Yeah. So I guess we could talk about him real quick because so Shared tries to the new girl Ty moves into town and they give her a makeover and then they're like, You need a boyfriend for some reason, even though Cher refuses to date high school boys and doesn't have a boyfriend, so I don't know why they're forcing Ty to have a boyfriend. But they decide to set her up with Elton, who they describe as, like, the social uh, leader of the group because his dad is, like, f- like has access to getting tickets to stuff or something. And he ends up being the worst because of a number of things. It's been a while since I wrote these notes, so I do have to read them before I <laughs> say things out loud. So... But the things that Elton does are supposed to be bad. So, for instance, they go to this party and he ends up manipulating his way into driving Cher home alone, just the two of them. And then when he hits hits on her and, like, tries to get her to make out with him, she says no. And then he just, like, leaves her at this gas station and then she gets mugged at gunpoint. And that's bad, obviously. (laughs) It's not great. That's bad. And that's supposed to be bad and he's supposed to be terrible. However, there are a couple of things that he does that are not supposed to be terrible that I think are. For instance, there's this situation in which Cher is taking pictures of their group of friends. And whatever, Ty and Elton are both there. And she takes a picture of Ty alone that Elton then asks for a copy of and hangs it up in his locker. Which is a weird thing to do. Oh, you never had random people's pictures in your locker? This new girl that you've known for like a week. Let me get that picture. He then later explains that... So this picture in his locker is one of the reasons why Cher thinks that he likes Ty. Which makes sense, right? That somebody... If you hang a picture of someone up in your (sighs) locker that you like them, doesn't that make sense? If it were my friend, I wouldn't be like, you know what? I'm gonna make that happen. I would be like, stay away from Kara. What do you What are you saying? Like, if a random guy had a picture of you in oh. their locker, I well, wouldn't be like, I'm gonna make that happen. I wouldn't be like, yeah. To be fair, they're in high school. Yeah, in high school, <laughs> we wouldn't have been friends in high school. I'm Us? just kidding. We were, <laughs> no, we were both in, we were in the band. theater and band. Of course, we would have been. <laughs> uh, oh, except I did not like trumpet players. Well, I didn't really ever play trumpet in band. I just stuck it up to my mouth and pressed the keys. 
That's fair. That's what most of our trumpet players did. Because <laughs> yeah. they were too stoned to yeah. actually play trumpet. Oh, I was just too lazy. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I, I think that this picture is just... I think that Cher made a reasonable assumption thinking that Elton liked Ty because of this picture. However, I think this picture is really creepy yeah. of Elton to have because he's known Ty for like a week and, you, and asks for this picture. Yeah. And you don't really know a person after a week. Well, except you and I just, <laughs> the, just the weirdest part to me is he was like, Hey, can I have a copy of that picture? What? Why? Just because she took it? But it's a one other girl. I I just don't understand. And they don't really, in the movie, they do not paint this specific situation as bad. The only thing that they use this situation to do is to, like, make Cher think that he likes Ty. I don't know. He Cher is obviously, and it should be obvious to him, if he's not a complete and utter idiot, that she is trying to set him and Ty up. Because she keeps literally, like, thrusting them together. Yeah. And yet he doesn't say anything. No. He doesn't like even say to Cher, "Hey, I'm not interested." Yeah, 90s tropes are weird. Like they, it's odd looking back on things that they were like, "No, this is romantic," and it's like, "No, it's it's weird. That's creepy." I don't know. There's just Elton's one of those weird people that is supposed to be bad, and he does a lot of bad things. Like, he really thinks that when Cher is like, oh, I wanted to get you and Ty together. He's like, Ty? Why would I want to go with Ty? <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, "Beautiful." I'm delivery. way better than her. Which, no. <laughs> First of all, no one's better than Brittany Murphy. And But also, like, rude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Anyway, I don't know. The guy that played Elton was in a couple episodes of Numbers, so that's something. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Who would you rank next? So Elton's one, number one. Yeah, as definitely the number. worst. Well, because he he's supposed to be the worst. Yeah. So I, don't, we, so I guess like we shouldn't Barney really situation. talk about him. So he's like one with an asterisk. One A. One. Who would be one B? Uh. Her dad. Troy Bolton's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have her dad on here. Is Troy Bolton's dad in the second half of the podcast? Uh, <laughs> probably. Oh. I think that, yeah, her dad is not great, but to be fair, she really likes him and he like treats her nicely generally. Yeah. He doesn't really do anything in particular besides... Besides encouraging her to argue her grades instead of actually try in school, which I think is maybe bad parenting. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 in no place to judge other people's parenting. Like, you know, I don't think anyone no, you, is. You raise plants and you, uh, yeah, and one of them died. <laughs> if I raised children and one of them died, I would because of neglect or something, or I overfed it, which I'm pretty sure is what happened with this plant. Then that that would make me a bad parent, even if ten of Ten other ones lived. No, no. Casey Anthony was allowed to be a parent and, you know. You so. know, you don't have to take a test. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, How many times have we brought up a serial killer in the podcast? Well, I, I guess mean, she's not a serial killer. This is a, a TV slash movie and true crime podcast, really. We should do an episode about the dads from Teen Mom. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> you can research that one. <laughs> okay. Cool. Their so, names are like Brayden. <laughs> one of them was from where I'm from. Oh. Yeah. Claim to fame. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's probably the most famous person from my area, so if that's that says a lot about where I'm from. I think probably see, I have a heart I wanna say that the next worst person is Murray, who is uh Dion's boyfriend. Play and he's played by Donald Faison. Um but I also don't want to say that because I think that Murray doesn't mean to be the worst and will grow out of his being the worstness. Um, because basically my main, I have one major qualm with him, which is, uh, at the beginning, or I guess it's not really at the beginning because Ty is there. He calls Dion woman and, accused and then she says that she doesn't she's like she says i hate when you call me woman 
And then he goes on to explain that it's just part of his vernacular and even though it has uh, a tone of mocking, it doesn't actually, it's not actually negative. Because he's doing it in like a slang way, basically. Which is not correct. <laughs> like, yeah I, th- yeah, I think that he has good intentions, I guess, or neutral intentions. But just because he says, oh, it's slang, it doesn't mean anything, doesn't mean that it actually doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, calling calling somebody woman is still not okay, even if you're not doing it on purpose. Well, people are allowed to have their preferences of how they're addressed. Oh, people are allowed to have their preferences of how they're addressed. So, she doesn't like it, and you're dating, especially if you're dating her, don't do it. I don't care if it's part of your vernacular. Like, grow up. You're, I, I guess, in high school. But at, in high school, if somebody were like, hey, I really don't like it when you call me bud, like, I wouldn't never called them that by the way <laughs> but if somebody told me that like i wouldn't continue to call them that yeah it's just he because the thing is he knows that not only has dion told him that she doesn't like it but he knows because he says that it has a negative connotation and so he knows that it has that and yet he keeps saying it because he's like oh it's fine because it's just like modern slang unfortunately stacy dash would defend it and be like it's fine because women are supposed don't to be, be so submissive. pc yeah yeah, so oh, ba- that's that's my I guess kind of big one because he, he him and Dion have not a good relationship. Like they <laughs> fight constantly, which in the movie is painted as like, oh, they're teenagers. It's funny, like they're just fighting about stupid stuff all the time. But that's not that's not good in real life. Because <laughs> um, she like accuses him of cheating and everything, and it's not it's not clear whether he actually does cheat on her. He just seems to have like a wandering eye, and he flirts a lot. Yeah, but people. that's just because he's played by Donald Faison. Yeah. Who's, like, the most incredibly charming person. I know. I've, like, <laughs> I love him. I also have a, a note that... So, basically, you know, I think that this one particular issue that I have with him, he will grow out of because one day he will realize, oh, wait, just because I didn't mean that in a bad way doesn't mean that that's not how it came across. And then he'll realize it and stop doing it. Um he also, in one scene when he's getting his head shaved, he, like, he has braces and he, like, licks his teeth across in this really weird, like, fisheye close-up, which grosses me out, but is also really funny. <laughs> so that's another reason. That's worse for me than the other note. <laughs> and he, he does, he shaves his head without telling anyone, which is that bad. I think that's funny. I, I like really respect him for that. So maybe he's actually the best. Why would that be a bad thing? I don't know. I wrote, I wrote, my note says shaves his head, shaves his head without telling anyone. Ha ha. <laughs> I think I just wanted to talk about it. For him, it's like the opposite. Like everyone else, like you had a legitimate reason for reason for disliking Josh. That sandwich thing, that's traumatizing. It really is. That's illegal. I want to call the cops thinking about it. I also, like, want to make all the paw red. Okay, we're not to Josh yet. So... When are we going to get to him? Well, he's last or second to last. What about Christian? Christian is next. So, I don't have too many issues with Christian, besides the fact that he's a bit of a caricature, which is not his fault. <laughs> That's Amy Ackerling's fault. Because in, in the book, Emma... There's this, like, farmer... No, no, sorry. That's a different person. There's a a character that Emma likes and wants to... I mean, in the context of the book, like, marry. Othello. But then he's off limits because he ends up actually being engaged to somebody else. So they needed... In the the movie, they needed to come up with a reason that this person is off limits. And so they make him gay. So Christian is a character that Cher has a, a crush on briefly. And kind of throws herself at him and tries to sleep with him. And he's like, he's totally a homosexual. ignores it. My my issue with Christian is that he doesn't tell Cher that he's gay. And I think this is partially a Cher issue of her being clueless and not noticing because it's very obvious. But it's like... He should have noticed what she was that she liked him and he should have made it even if he wasn't ready to come out or something. 
he should have made it clear that he was not interested. Yeah. Because it was very obvious that she liked him. Because I don't think that, you know, men and women can't be friends or that anytime pe- like men and women are friends, one of them has to say, hey, I'm not interested. Like, I definitely don't think that. But in this case, it was so... Cher was throwing herself at him. And he just, it like, totally ignored it instead of being... I always thought Christian was, like, the gay version of Cher. Like, he always seemed clueless himself. And so, like... I'm not saying that he is, he gets a pass, but sometimes I like to think that he just is also like, wait, she was flirting with me? Like, I thought we were just like, hee hee hee, being friends. Like, yeah, I guess that's fair. But to be fair, they're all pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is clueless. That's kind of the point of Except, it. Except like her dad. Well, I think he is a little clueless if he's letting Josh stay in their house, even though they love each other. Fair. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Christian is fine. I guess the, the one, the main thing that I didn't like was there's a situation where he and Cher go out to this party and they're dancing and whatever. And he specifically goes with just Cher. They're, like, going to... She thinks it's a date. But he, I guess, just thinks that they're, like, going out together. But he totally abandons her. Even if he doesn't think it's a date, he still goes and, like, dances with all these men and then, like, leaves her behind at the end, basically. I mean, he he does kind of check first, but not really. Like, he would have left either way. And so that is, to me, not... He wasn't being a great friend. Yeah, that part was pretty shitty. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I I think that that part cancels out with the part where he saves Ty from being thrown over the balcony at the mall. Because that part is is actually traumatizing. I do not like that part. Yeah. Do you remember when they faked, like, the plane crashing and Paris Hilton had, like, a mental breakdown and everyone's like, ha ha, it's hilarious. I was like, no, like, that's really What are you up. talking about? There was, like, this prank. Like, somebody pulled a prank on Paris Hilton, and they made her believe that the plane was she was on was going down. Was it down. Ashton Kutcher? I don't think so, because it was, like, more recent. It wasn't, like, his punk days. But He was just like, I'm bored. Yeah. You know he has, like, do? a vendetta against hey, her. Hey, Mila, you got to watch the kids tonight. <laughs> oh, Ashton. Oh, cuckoo crazy banana dude. Anyway... Don't give me that look. I don't I don't know what you're saying. I'm depressed. Anyway, who are we on to now? Um, I don't know. The only two people that I have left on my list are Mr. Hall, who's the teacher that Cher sets up with another teacher, and Josh, who is her step ex stepbrother slash boyfriend gross. at the end. I don't know. They make out at the end. <laughs> uh, uh I don't know. It's like, this movie is... I wanted to talk about this movie because I love this movie. But the men are generally good in it. So it's like... I'm being very nitpicky, obviously. I guess let's talk about Mr. Hall real quick. So he is just a teacher. Not just a teacher. I, I meant like he is... In the context of the movie, his role is teacher. And not he's not like friends with Cher or anything like that. And he does what teachers do. I think in general, he's a good teacher because he's not like giving Cher good grades when she's doing terrible debates because she's very bad at it. (laughs) However, I think that Mr. Hall has a couple of issues. He allows himself to fall in love with this other teacher, which is fine. Even though, like, Cher sets them up, whatever. But then that, like, changes his life so significantly that I'm kind of not okay with it. Like, has nothing in his has life been going well until he, like, gets a girlfriend? I mean, and now he's happy? Like, he was so sad before. Do they go to public school? Um, I don't know. If you, as a public school teacher, then probably. It's just, like... <laughs> It's just weird because after he they get together, he starts giving... He, like, changes Cher's grade and gives her a higher grade, which to me is 
terrible. That's dumb. You should. He should not do that. That's bad. That's bad teaching. <laughs> She'll never learn if she doesn't get bad grades when she is bad. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then he, I. I want him to be happy. I just don't think that he should be... Hinges happiness on the fact that he's in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) I'm trying to find the words to describe Mr. Hall because he is... He, like, subverted 90s tropes, but at the same time, like, added to it, if that makes sense. Like... Normally, it would be like, the woman depends on happiness, or on love to be happy. But this time, they, like, use It's well, both of them end up. But at the same time, it's like, that's not a good version of subverting a trope. Like, that is still very bad. (laughs) It's just hard to to watch movies where, like, people are only happy if they're in a relationship. I know. I need to stop watching movies and analyzing them. I just need to just watch them for face value because... (laughs) Which is kind of what the entire genre of rom-coms are. I know, but still. You, like, watch a Katherine Heigl movie and you're like, James Marsden, you could do better. Yeah. But... Remember when we almost walked into Katherine Heigl? <laughs> Amazing. Good times. New York City's wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, speaking of which, totally okay. random story. But I was walking down, or, like, on the platform towards uh, the school I work at and I look to my right and there's just a mountain of pigeons like eating off the like sidewalk or whatever and I like was trying to figure out like why there were so many over there and they were eating like eating an animal carcass like they like flew off and there's like a dead animal carcass there what type of animal I don't know but there were like 400 pigeons like fighting for this crazy they're bloodthirsty in this city. So don't ever say New York doesn't have nature. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to back to Clueless. Um. Okay, our last man is Josh. Oh, Josh. So my issue with Josh is that he doesn't understand who Cher is. He, ob- he. I mean, supposedly had spent a good amount of time with her because they have lived together for a while. I mean, during the movie, he is in college nearby. So he lives in like an apartment or a dorm nearby, but spends a lot of time in the house. But presumably before he went to college, he lived in that house for at least a little while while his mom was married to share his dad. And apparently afterwards as well. <laughs> so you would think that they they're... Have, they have like a sibling relationship and they know each other pretty well and they hopefully like each other well enough. And he, But he doesn't see her in a positive light necessarily at the beginning. Like he thinks that she's very clueless. Hey, hey. Which is true, but also he doesn't see that she always has good intentions and that she really does genuinely want to help people. And that, yeah, she loves going to the mall and shopping and cares about what she wears and what she looks like, but that's okay. Like, he's very judgmental of Cher and what she likes, which I don't like. I mean, to be fair, he does change. And by the end of the movie, he realizes how great she is and, you know. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of movies versus TV shows are that characters change so much more quickly so we can be like, Man, he's horrible in the beginning, but by the end, we love him because he's Paul Rudd. Yeah. I don't know. He, like, it's so weird that he always hangs out at their house. Yeah. Like, he's in college. Doesn't he have something better to do? He wasn't in law school yet, right? He just wanted to go to law school? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched the movie. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, you should be going out, like, getting blackout drunk. You live in L.A., (laughs) like... (laughs) Well, not that I'm suggesting that, just... He should be, like, getting alcohol poisoning and waking up in a hospital wondering, like, what happened last night? Because I never got to do that, so... He should have lived out my dream. I'm a good Christian boy. Anyway, 
Uh, to be honest, I stopped listening to what you were saying. I hate doing this with you. Someone else be my <laughs> podcast partner. So the the two things that make him see share as positive rather than as negative as how he has always seen her is when she suggests that they get dinner for the lawyers that are working late at their house and when she knows some stuff about Shakespeare. That's you. Which, (laughs) I don't know why I wrote that down, if I'm being honest. But I wrote it down, so I read it out loud. I think the, the great thing about Josh is that even though at the beginning he doesn't see Cher for how he should see her, he's always there for her when it matters. Like when she gets stuck, uh, when she gets robbed at at gunpoint, he's the one that picks her up. Uh, even though he was like on a date, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to tell with that woman wearing a beret, whatever her name is. It's yeah, I think they're dating. They do kiss on the mouth. Or <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> um, I have uh, two things about Josh that are actually legitimate. Well, you be the judge. One of them is that he follows Cher to a party when she goes out with Christian, which is really creepy and uh, kind of stalking. <laughs> and he gets super jealous of Christian, even though he knows that Christian is gay. Obviously, Christian is gay. He must know that Christian is gay. So I don't understand why he stalks Cher and is weird about it. It's for, you know, plot of the movie, but, but like... Yeah, there's really no, like, defense for that. Like, it's just kind of like, that's your stepsister, dude. Well, <laughs> ex-stepsister, I guess. Like... And my other thing, besides the fact that they are sort of related, is... In that same scene, he's a very bad dancer. But we've seen that Paul Rudd can actually dance. When? The lip sync battle on Jimmy Fallon when he danced to Queen. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. Look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. Well, I wrote Terrible Dancer. Although, apparently, that could have just been a character choice. I think it is because... Because he's an amazing actor. Love him. Paul Rudd should EGOT. I want to bake cookies with him and, like tell bedtime stories to each other Ooh, like harry potter yeah or like the chronicles of narnia the chronicles <laughs> of narnia the chronicles <laughs> of narnia um it's a classic song lazy sunday no yeah i just assume when i don't know the song it's andy sandberg <laughs> that was like the first well not really that was the first viral snl digital short yeah um if he had a so the worst one is Elton. Yeah, but he's supposed to be bad, so yeah. we probably shouldn't even be talking about him. Then we said probably Murray. Yeah, but I think he'll grow out of it. Then Christian. Who really his fault is that he's also clueless. <laughs> and then Mr. Hall, who Who He exists. Just for likes like, having a girlfriend, I yeah. guess is his major flaw. And then Joshua. Joshua. I said Joshua like uh, Rachel does in Friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you got that. I know. <laughs> Joshua. Oh, Josh. No, Joshua. <laughs> oh, he doesn't like Josh? No, no I don't God. like Josh. <laughs> uh, good show. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> um, honestly, the men aren't bad. But what I love is how woke share is low-key like that's like her speech even though it was like horribly presented was a great speech about refugees and like making space for them at a dinner party like it does not say rsvp on the statue of liberty like honestly remove my wig for that queen because she was ahead of her time she was 15 i wasn't thinking like that at 15 at 15 i was listening to never shot never and eating like taco bell every day fighting my repressed sexuality like yeah 15 yeah i came out the very next year did you ever have to fight off uh girls in high school <laughs> like like christian um to be like their prom date because they couldn't get anyone else no to no, no but i mean like did you ever go on dates accidentally with girls and then you had to like break it to them 
It wasn't like... Because <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering how legitimate my criticism of him that he should have known that Cher was like really into him and oh, like said that, something. Then... So I'm wondering if that ever happened, if you were ever in that situation. No, I was never in that situation. But I would like go with a friend and then her friend and their boyfriend and then we'd end up being like on a double date, double date together. But it was never like... We would be like, you never oh, like went on a date. Brent is amazing. Let's sing the songs, do the dances. And what? Like, yeah, like we did. That's what you do on dates? Yeah, we like sing show tunes and we were like at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but do you know of any times when you, when a girl thought you were on a date, but you didn't? Not that I know of. Maybe there's a girl out there that was like, fuck Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you can, if you're out there and you think you went on a date with Jeff, a long time ago and he obviously does not remember it you should email us at <laughs> i hate jeff and Kara at gmail.com i will read your email on air i'm um, looking forward to unless it's from angelica well angelica didn't go accidentally go on a date with you i only want real stories you say that but <laughs> just kidding she's out of my league that's true the real hero is Brittany murphy i know gone too soon I want to watch Uptown Girls. I haven't seen that entire movie. I've seen a bunch of, most of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Out of all the guys on In Clueless, on In Clueless, who would you go on a date with? Mm. What do you, like, who would I say yes to if they ask me or who would I ask? Who would you say yes to? Uh, That depends. Like, now? Or their character in Clueless. Both. When like, I was in high school. Like, would you say yes to Paul Rudd and no to Josh? Yes to both? No to both? Well, Paul Rudd and Josh, Josh I would say yes to both. I'm more thinking Murray. Hey, that's me Like, too. I wouldn't... As, no to Murray as a high schooler, as an adult? I don't know. But Donald Faison, yeah, definitely. I love Donald Faison. Oh, happy birthday to um, Robert Irwin. Steve Irwin's son. His birthday when do you today. think this podcast is going to come out? <laughs> it's it's uh, December 1st, so just in case it comes out in like March. <laughs> Happy birthday. I hope that kid grows up to be super successful. Okay. And, and Bendy. What about Elton? I feel like the guy that plays Elton isn't bad. I can't. Who played him? I can't think of his name. I don't know his name. That's not a good sign for him. Look him up. Well, but I can tell you the episodes of Numbers that he was in. How many episodes in total have there been of Numbers? Oh, I don't know. <gasps> what? Uh, there's six seasons, but the first season... No, the first season was a full season. But the last season was He's like only like 12 episodes. Normal people cute. When he... That's a bad picture. When he's like in... TV, they put makeup and stuff on him. Oh, his name is Jeremy Sisto. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, Jeremy Sisto. Wait, he hooked up with Reese Witherspoon? What? Wow. That's what that article said. <laughs> How does that <laughs> article know? <laughs> He's just like bragging about us still. Like, guess who hooked up with Reese Witherspoon? And she's like, I'm just trying to live my life. Please let it go. She has three kids and she... she's married. That chin is impressive. Okay. I'm just saying. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> yes, I know what Reese Witherspoon <laughs> looks like. Are you sure? Yes, sure. I'm sure. Uh, ooh, you know what show we should do next? Sex and the City, because I have lots of opinions about that I show. I have never seen Sex and the City. Oh, it's the most problematic show of it. Well, not the most. One of the most problematic shows I've ever seen. But it's still so good. It's so bad. It's so good. We should do Game of Thrones. The we books, not the TV show. Girls, too. Yeah, I've seen, like, one episode of that. We're focusing on, like, female-led things. Well, okay, that makes sense, actually. I don't know why I'm surprised by that. Sorry, guys. Yeah, because the problem with girls is that if we did that, we would just rant about Lena Hannah Dunham. Horvath or whatever her name is the whole time. Have you guys ever seen that show? All she needs for two years from her parents is 1100 bucks a month. So she cannot work and work on her novel. Which, to be fair, living in New York City on 1100 bucks a month is pretty impressive. We've done it. The Yeah, the point of Hannah Horvath, though, is that she's supposed to be terrible, right? No, I hate her. 
No, she's supposed to be the voice of our generation. No, I think that that was a line was ironic. We're, we're talking about Clueless. <laughs> anyway, the point of the movie Clueless is that it was is a cultural phenomenon that influenced permanently not only uh, like our uh, vocabulary and culture, but our fashion as well. I was gonna say fashion too. Amazing. It's like more so than. Mo- like the vast majority of movies and even more so than you know the the typical movies that you would think of that sort of had a cultural influence i think it was definitely one one of the most culturally influential movies ever well if you are looking for like a white woman to support amy heckerling i was i was gonna say alicia silverstone but she's vegan is that problematic <laughs> Just saying. You know what? Kurt. <laughs> Eat a dog. What's wrong with you? <laughs> She's. She is. She's very vocal about it. But to be fair, she is in the better of the live action Scooby Doo movies. All vegans are vocal about being vegan. Let's get that straight. <laughs> Looking at you, Diana. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's Diana's like the most really... quiet person about it. <laughs> She's not vegan anymore because she eats Cheez Its fake (laughs) (laughs) your mom's gonna listen to this like can you please stop talking crap about my daughter (laughs) like my favorite daughter rude (laughs) i was watching house today and yesterday and one of the episodes lisa cuddy's mom is in it um played by candace bergen oh i love her and she says to her uh i love you and your sister both i just like her more (laughs) what (laughs) I never cared for Job. <laughs> oh my god, we could do a whole episode about Arrested Development. We could do an episode about just that New York Times article. Yeah, because... Yikes! If you haven't read it, don't. Save your mental health. Yeah, it's really sad. Go read about Malala. She's amazing. <laughs> Which, you probably wouldn't know that, but... <laughs> anyway. Should we wrap this-ish up? Yeah, but a real quick question. Has Alicia Silverstone ever hosted SNL? Mm, Brittany Murphy has. I don't has. think so. I can look it up. That is tragic if she hasn't. I don't know what she would have been in that she would have hosted it for. Clueless. No, because it wasn't big enough. She mm. wasn't big enough at the time, I don't think. It really did have like a huge renaissance. Renaissance. Well, it was popular. Um... <laughs> Alicia Silverstone's son. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. Is Scarlett Johansson hooking up with SNL's Colin Jost? Yes. That article's from 2017. They were together before that, weren't they? Yeah, because they were together during the election. So, you're a little bit behind, US Magazine. (laughs) There's also a book that's like an oral history of Clueless. Nice. That I've read. It's really good. It's pretty short. But you can't support Alicia Silverstone anymore because she's vegan. So Correct. You know who you can support, though? Stacey Dash. <laughs> I voted Republican in 2020. Well, she, she's, she's not vegan, so there you go. <laughs> That's our qualifier. Uh, I love it. That My Little Pony looks like Stacey Dash. Yeah, it's Dion. It's wearing her outfit. Oh, oh I didn't even notice I was Stacey Dash holding it. Um, I think one person that's underappreciated in Clueless is Amber. She's like the mean girl, but she oh yeah, she does some some she, funny stuff. In she's that movie. a fantastic actress too. She's wears some crazy outfits. She's hilarious. Like I'm not saying she's Oscar worthy, but like anything that I've seen her in, she's hilarious. Yeah. You know? Oh my god! I want to watch a scary movie. It's a great movie. I've never seen it. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> that is not your cup of tea. But it's a great movie. <sighs> okay, any last words about Clueless? Is this on Netflix? If it is, I don't know. Go watch it. It might be on Hulu. If not, it's like three ninety nine on Amazon. It's Order worth it. The investment. Yeah, just buy it. Support. It's really good. Support hard copies of film and tv because it's a dying craft and i don't want my dvds to go to become extinct like my vhs tapes so yeah 
Okay. <laughs> Next episode will trash men way more. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was just, hey, I like the movie Clueless. Yeah. But if you have thoughts and maybe we miss them, keep them to yourself, Adam. Just kidding. Send us an email. You can know. email us yeah. at Kara at gmail.com. Yeah. If you want. Follow us, subscribe, like, all of that stuff. Instagram, Twitter, we're on iTunes, we're on um, Anchor FM. Maybe someday we'll be on WNYC. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll have $100 to pay for Spotify. Not Spotify. Send us for money. SoundCloud, I mean. So that's going to wrap up the episode. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate the six of if you. If you made there. it this far, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> we barely did. <laughs> this is, you know what? It's, it's late. Our, it's almost 9.30 p.m. Everyone has a sophomore season. And sophomore slump. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Thank Maybe you. Maybe we'll t- talk about something that has actual terrible men in it next time. Yeah, like Fox News. You never know. I don't think that we're going to do or enough the, research on that. Or the Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how many pages that thing has? You can read that and then report back to me. I'm going to read the Old Testament, and you're going to read the New Testament. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I truly don't know what that means, but... It's um, the old one was before Jesus was born. There was a the time before one. Jesus? Yeah. Like, that's when the... The Adam and Eve stuff happened. Just believe in evolution. Like, why? God, that's so complicated. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Speaking of men who are the worst, Adam. <laughs> I know. He that thinks that girl. he can create a woman out of his rib just because he's bored. And then order, so her, selfish. order her to go get fruit. And she was like, no, we're not supposed to get that. And he was like, just do it. Like, It's just because a snake told him because he it was like... He was hiding his own homosexual feelings. You know who that's So the phallic, the phallic looking snake just really was a no brainer for him. Follow that thing. That snake was Taylor Swift. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. You're you're claiming that Taylor Swift is the reason that all humans live in sin. Yeah. Okay. I'm I can't argue with that. I mean I have no proof otherwise. See, if you waited till the end, you got some decent comedies. I'll so. put that right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> It'll it. be like the cold open. You could take the beginning and put that at the end then, where we're like, is this good? Maybe. <laughs> but um. Okay. Uh, next time, I'll try out some of my stand-up bits. I... <laughs> um, next time, I think we're going to talk about... Am I going to talk about Seinfeld next time? I don't know what you're going to talk about. Next time it's my turn to research, research, so expect Seinfeld. Who knows? Um, Don't tell them what to expect. Just say, hey, we're going to do another it's one. It's going to be a surprise. Ooh. So, okay. Love you all. Thank you for listening. Have a great holiday, whatever you celebrate. Um, okay. Oh. Okay. You know, donate money, donate time. Give to the, give the people that need it and... Have a fun time with yeah. friends and family. Should we end this on a sad note? What? Like all your friends are dead? <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs> Always remember, you're the best. And he is the worst. He's the worst. Wow! <laughs> uh. Ross! <laughs>